Hallelujah. <clears throat> Hallelujah. Father, we bless your name. We give you praise. We give you whole honor. Wow. The six is here just like that. Oh, we give God praise. I can't believe we are almost done. <clears throat> it has been fun with God all the way. I know beyond doubt that the word of the Lord in my mouth has caused a tearing in your heart, making you want to know God better, making you want to, you know, live for God. You are, you are now conscious of God more than ever before. How, I, how have you been eating? I hope you've been eating well. By now, you should have added some weight spiritually. Added some fat, you know, drop some flesh, build some muscle, grow taller. I know you are you are fatter than before. Keep eating, eat it like four to five times in a day. Meditate on it day and night. Even after these seven days, they are there, they are still there. And I'm sure they are on your phone too. Just pick them up and go over it once and go over it over and over and over again. That is why I make sure they are not long so that in 20-30 minutes, you would have finished eating. Welcome to day 6 of Spiritual Meal Challenge Boot Camp. Ah, God has been awesome with us. Before we do anything, can we do our creed? It is important that we do our creed. All right, let's go. I am an heavenly soldier. I am a warrior. I take my place in God's supernatural army. I give myself to the ministry of the world and of prayer. I am disciplined and competent. I am supernaturally intelligent. I am ready to uproot and to tear down. I am ready to destroy and to demolish. I am ready to build and to plant in God's vineyard. I am equipped with the right knowledge and wisdom. I am not slothful or idle. I will never quit or cave in. I will never accept defeat. I will never back down until my job is done. I finish well and I finish strong. I am obedient. I put my body under strict control so as to be fit for the master's use. God is changing my ideology and my mindset. My spiritual antenna is sharp and in tune to God's voice. I have a spirit of wisdom and of revelation. I receive the Lord's agenda of innovative ideas that is pouring on the earth this time. Through me, all the families of the heart will be blessed. They will call me blessed. I am a guide. I am a light. I am a teacher. And I'm, I, I am an instructor to the world. I will not fail by the wayside. I will not be a wounded soldier. I am strong. I am vibrant. I am trustworthy. In this end time, God's supernatural army. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. All right. Our spiritual meal for today is diligence. Diligence. Let's look at Ecclesiastes chapter 10 and verse 18. Because of laziness, roofs, caves in, and because of negligence, because, because and because of negligent hands, the house leaks. Hmm. Because of laziness, the roofs cave in. And because of diligence, 
the house leaks because of the, because of negligence and rather the house leak okay so what does it mean to be diligent the state of being diligent is the state of being productive to be responsible you know we always say a word and say ah, man you are responsible sha. you are just saying that man is not diligent when they look at you and they say you are not responsible they are saying you are not diligent because a diligent person is a responsible person you know a responsible person thinks does not go wrong underneath his or nose a responsible person is always active and alert a responsible a responsible person you will say go and clean the room you will get to the room clean the room lay the bed arrange the small table beside the, the bed you know change the bed sheet um um um, um clean the cobwebs uh, do some other things you would have said you know you can send someone and say go and clean the uh, go and sweep the room rather and all what he will do is just sweep the room have you seen people like that yes go and sweep the room they will actually go and just and just sweep the room they will not even touch any other thing but another person comes in the same instruction the same you know uh 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 the same thing go and sweep the room and that same person will sweep the room arrange the bed um, change the bed sheet arrange the small table beside the bed sheet and um, beside the um, um, bed you know things like that what is the difference between two of them both of them went to the same room to work but one is responsible being diligent means going extra mile do you know that by the grace of God, if I'm not diligent, I won't be bringing you God's word in the past, you know, six days now. I remember when I was preparing this thing, days of not sleeping, I would just be there. There are days I will be writing and I will be stopped. And I'm like, Holy Spirit, what happened? Have you stopped talking? And I would just be there. I would drop my pen and I would just be like, I hear you, Holy Spirit. And I will be there. And I will start talking again and I will start picking my pen. There are times I will, I will not even be be in uh, be writing or be preparing this. I might be somewhere else and start to talk to start to talk to me about you know spiritual challenge. I could I will quickly bring out my book, you know, and I've learned that. That's one of the things you must also learn how God speaks to you. And I've learned that most of the time or sometimes God speaks to me even when I'm on the road. So I most of the time always have a pen and a jotter in my bag just to write. So I will just quickly pick my phone and pick my jotter or pick my phone and just write. And I will get home and go and continue. Being diligent is being responsible. You, can exp you can't experience the reality of God without being diligent. There are many giants that died as a dove, dwarf, rather, because they cannot pay the price of diligence. <laughs> they cannot to be on top and to be consistent to be consistently on top, you need to be charging. To be on top and to be consistently be on top, you need to be charging. You know. Have you ever seen your phone and say, wow, I like this phone. I will not charge it. How will you use your phone? 
How will you send messages? The phone is fine. You are using iPhone, iPhone 11 Pro Max, whatever. And you are not charging it. How will it be useful? The phone is fine. The phone has so many functions. The phone can do this, can do that. But you are not charging it, you know. And you, you just picked your charger. And you are like, ah, I just like this, my charger. It's so sleek. It's so beautiful. I don't want it to burn. I don't want, ah, no, no, I don't want it to get lost. And you keep your charger in your wardrobe. So you are using your phone with the first, um, you know, battery the first light or the first charging that came with it you will soon run down in fact it's not you will soon i give that phone three days it will run down so the state of being diligent is the state of charging to be on top to be consistently on top you need to keep charging you can you know, that's the way it is. You must be diligent in the place of prayer. You must be diligent in studying the word of God. You must be diligent. The word, the word of God is not, is not a storybook. You read, you study, and meditate. You sit down with it. The Bible commanded, you know, the Lord commanded Joshua in Joshua chapter 1 verse. He said, this book of the law shall must not depart from your mouth. That shall meditate during day and what night. It is when you sit down with it. That is when you get the nutrient out of the word of God. There is a group I, I, I am. And that group, all what we do is we just, we just study the word of God. We read the word of God. They, they give us what we will read for the week. They call it our reading meter. They give it to us every week. I can remember that there was a time we were studying the book of um, Psalms. And when I, I think when Psalms 18, all of a sudden I was just feeling sluggish about it. I will read it tomorrow. I will read it tomorrow. I think the next, maybe like four, maybe like a week. It's not as if I'm not reading, but I'm, I'm, I'm just reading it maybe one chapter per day. I was not diligent about it. By the time they brought the next reading meter, the next Bible reading meter, I was 50 or 60 verses behind. Do you know that till today, I have not been able to cover that verse? I have not been able to cover that verses. I have not been able to cover it. By the time I was like, ah, okay, I've missed all. Let me start back. Let me. By the time I went back and I checked our reading meter, I was like 50 or 60 chapters behind everybody. So I joined them and I was going back. If they give us this particular verse, we are reading five, six verses today. I will go back and go and read three verses of that. You know, I have always known that a lazy man will always do his job twice. A lazy man will always do his job twice. What do you do? Go back and sweep it. Go back and sweep it. A lazy man, the time he's using to re-sweep, he can use it to do another thing. But because he's a lazy man, he will dwell on one job, on one house chore, on one something for hours. That's what happened to my Bible plan, my Bible reading plan. I have not been able to recover that 60 verses to till today. Till today. Because people are not playing. The day you think, ah, I'm a multi-try, ah, 
see people. I was in a place to minister, uh, I think some weeks back. And then I finished ministering and I went. Maybe like two Sundays ago, I just saw a young man greeted me somewhere around Bodija. Like, ah, what's up? Good, uh, good morning, man. I was like, oh, okay, good morning. I don't know you. He was like, ah, I was in a program. You ministered. You gave, you, you, you prophesied. And, you know, you said, I have something to that uh, um, that, he, that I wanted to prophesy, you know, gave him a prophetic word, but I was distracted and I left it. So that since then he has been, you were like, how do I meet this woman? And she, he knows that he can't go and collect my number. I said, God wants us to meet. So I gave him my number. I said, please call me. I gave him a particular day. I said, call me on so, 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 and so day and we'll see. So I think after three weeks, we're able to, you know, see and all that. And I said, see, I won't be, I won't be, we're supposed to see. And I said, I won't be seeing you today. I can only see you on Sunday. And he said, ha, ma, please. So by Sunday, I will be in redemption camp. I was like, oh, what do you want to go? And he said, ah, I want to go and have a retreat. I'm talking about, I'm, sh- I'm not sure the boy is 18 years old. Or let me say 18 years old. He says, I'm going there to have a retreat. Anytime I have a word from the Lord, I go there to sit down with God and, you know, iron it out and probably, and, and, and you know, have further declarations, further insight, further revelation about what God has just spoken to me about. I was just looking at him like this, 18 year old boy. I'm not sure. I'm not sure it's up to him, but let me say 18. I was like, so what happened? Will your parents allow you? They say, it was like, yes, they already know. I go there with my friends. We go there to pray. We go there to do this. I was just looking at him like this. 18-year-old boy. Diligence. Do you know your do you know your age? Can you how many 18 can you remove from your age? And yet you are not diligent. Ordinary simple instructions, you cannot run with it. Somebody will call you, please, can you help me do? And you will say you will do it. And you won't do it effectively well. You will do it. But it will not be effective. You are not diligent. If you are not diligent in the place of prayer, you cannot know God. You cannot experience the reality of God. If you are not diligent with studying the word of God, you cannot know what the Father has written about you. You cannot know those things that has been freely given to you. You sit down with the word of God and study it. You must be diligent in elevating your intellectual capacity. You must be diligent. Some of you, since the day you've left school, you've not picked up another book to read. I, I, I wish I can snap my table to you right now. I have books lined up to read. I have books and I keep on buying. I buy books. I buy books. Anything I feel God is talking to me about, to know more about it, I, I, I just search for books on it. When the Holy Spirit was talking to me, when it was, you know, when it was um, the year, okay, this is the year of the Holy Spirit. When I know that I needed to know more about the Holy Spirit, I went in search of Benny Hinn. The people that talked about the Holy Spirit. Okay, what did they do? I started reading about Ketrin Kuma. I started reading about Benny Hinn. I started reading about this and that. When I know that God has given me the gift of a sin. I am a seer by the grace of God. God shows me things. I went in search of people that has gone ahead of that have gone ahead of me. Who are they? How do they see? What is? And I came across James God. I don't know those people. I don't know them. 
But because I was diligent about knowing more about what God has committed into my hand, you must be able to elevate, you must be ready to elevate your intellectual capacity. Don't be an hypocrite. Don't be a fool. A wise person reads up. You will read up about things. There are people here that all they know is just spiritual. Talk about anything, they are, they are, they are dense. They cannot know it. They are, they, are heavily, they are so heavily conscious that they are utterly useless. They don't know anything. Talk about car. Talk about football. They don't know. Talk about politics. They cannot give you one simple contribution. Talk about children. They don't even know. The children they are, they are carrying on one year or one bio. You will look at them and like, how is your life like this? There was a time a particular family had an issue. And by the grace of God, I was called upon to talk and, you know, to, to be a mediator between both of them and settle things. You know what the husband said? He says, Pastor, I was like, no, 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 no. He was like, and the lady was just there. She was crying. Ah, you know, I felt like slapping the lady. I'm not talking about a 20-year-old girl. I'm not talking about a 25-year-old girl. I'm talking about somebody that is close to 40. The husband is like, I'm, I think, 45, 46, then. 45. I'm talking about a lady well close to 40. Maybe she, I think she was 38, 39 then. And the husband was like, And that's the way it is. Because they choose to be redundant. They choose to be irrelevant. They go to church quite all right. But even when you are not diligent, you can't be useful in your church. Take your time to elevate your intellectual capacity. You know, and that is sometimes when you read the word of God, you have a word that strikes you and then you start sitting. The first time I came about the word diligence was with this scripture that I read. This scripture that I read to you. Ecclesiastes chapter 8. You know, of course, I've known about the word diligence. Ecclesiastes chapter 10 and verse 18. The Bible says, because of laziness, roofs cave in. That means that, that means that when you are lazy, the roof of your house will cave in. Can you see? Do you see? It's because of laziness. That is why your roof is leaking. It's because of laziness. That is why your floor is dirty. And I am not talking about literally the literal floor now. I'm talking about your life. It's because you're, you are lazy. That is why your life is not tidy up. Because you pray one hour today, your life will suffer for the next two weeks. Ah, Last week, ah, how long, Romy? Lord, one more pray, nine to ten. Man, move on. People have your, 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 your generations, two generations, you know, below you. Those guys, they can pray ten hours. You, you are doing one hour. You did one hour since last two weeks, and you are celebrating it. You are celebrating your yesterday's glory. Have you seen people like ah, Gwatimoshi, ah, Gwatimoshi, Bono, ah? You are celebrating yesterday's glory. 
You are not diligent. You are allowing the cares of this world, the activities of the world to draw you away. And the more you are drawn away, the more the devil is certain, the more you become weaker. Elevate your intellectual capacity. You must be diligent in fasting. You have eaten a lot of poison. Fasting kills it. Do you know that naturally even when you want to lose weight, lose fat, lose um, um, some flesh, or you want to drop, you know, <coughs> excuse me, <coughs> excuse me, you want to lose weight, you want to drop some flesh, you want to drop some fat. Do you know that it's something that we call intermittent fasting? Even for you to drop, to lose, to, to lose some calories, you must fast. That is even on the on the, on uh, physically now. How much more spiritually? You must be diligent in fasting. Fasting is a is a platform where you silence your voice. Fasting, do you know that fasting helps you detoxify? Fasting helps you naturally. I'm saying even physically, it helps you detoxify. You don't just put anything into your mouth anyhow. When you've given yourself regularly to fasting. You can go to parties for three days and not taste their soup. People will say, I'm fasting. I don't go for parties when I'm fasting. I go for parties when I'm fasting and I don't eat. And it will not even cross my heart. That, ah, no, that is the lust of the flesh. The pride of life. What do they want to serve in that party that I've not eaten before? What do they want to give you that you have not eaten before? But because you are not diligent, you are not responsible. One bowl of rice and two chicken. You are not diligent. You are not diligent. You are not diligent. Hello, from. You are not diligent. Oh, You must be ready to fast. <clears throat> you must be diligent in disciplining your children. If you give your children everything they ask for all the time, believe me, they will be wayward. They will be wayward. I can open the scriptures for you all over and over where the Bible talks about you beat them. This generation of our king no more, you are killing your future. This generation of our we dear, ah, you will soon die. Because by the time they attend, they won't listen to you. And not even in this present, not even this decade. You must be disciplined in disciplining your children. From when they are one, when they do something, you take their hand and spank it. It's just the level of beating. When you say no, no means no. That is when you can have the peace of mind. If you give them everything they want, they will be wayward. They won't prosper in anything. I have learned, I have come to the realization, I am a teacher by the grace of God, but that the children you overpampered are not likely to be brilliant. Because when you overpamper them, they are used to you doing things for them. They won't be able to think for themselves. <clears throat> Put pressure on diligence. 
and you're profiting, we appear to hold. You can put God to work for you when you hold him to being diligent. The, move, the moment you are diligent, you will not miss out on God's plan because nothing of value is cheap. Success has a huge price tag. Success has a huge price tag. I want to tell you that the, the, the difference between me and Apostle Joshua Selman is, is diligence. That's just it. Is diligent to the level where I can be diligent is to the level I will see God. I've been praying, Father, I need you to enlarge my capacity for more. I cannot compare myself with people that have been, that, that have been graced to pray 10 hours. Thank God I've been able to, you know, pray for some hours too. But what is, is it the same thing? You will pray one hour. And somebody will pray 10 hours. Are you will you get the Are you going to receive the same revelation? Is it the same light that will come? No. Diligence. Success has a huge price tag. Even people, why do you think that people that are even secular, they keep on people that are secular? Let me use the video for as an example. Do you think they really sleep? No, because they have one thought here. They have one thought here. They are. They have one. Um, I want to say ministration. It's not ministration. They have one party there. They have one, and that is why you see them most of the time. They are inside the plane. They are sleeping. They are. You know. They don't. They don't really rest because over time they have built success. Success has a huge price tag. If you want to be successful, you have to be diligent. If you want to be reckoned with you know in the place of in this kingdom let me use the word this kingdom in our own kingdom you must be able to pray the price you must be able to pay the price for success success spiritually success financially success academically success in your own success in your children that people will see you and say ah you know, no, 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 no. You've trained your children well. It is diligence. I have always said that the part of anything valuable is painful. I have always said that the part of anything valuable is painful. Diligence involves the sacrifice of your time, your energy your resources, your money, your life, your sleep, your food. Diligence will cut it. Diligence will trim it. You cannot sleep the way you sleep normally if you, if you want to be successful, if you want to be relevant, if you want to be spiritually, if you want to be a spiritual giant. You cannot just put anything in your mouth. You cannot be friends with everybody. Diligence we take from your resources, your energy, your time, your money, your life, your sleep, your eating, your your dressing, your your speech. Oh, thank you, Heavenly Father. If you are not diligent, that means you are slothful. That means you are careless. That means you are indolent. That means you are careless. You are carefree. That means you are not disciplined. That means you are not in. You are not in. You are not attentive. 
That means you are lazy. You procrastinate. You are easily distracted. You live a poor lifestyle. You lack self-control. You lack self-worth. You, you have no zeal. Diligence is a trait of all successful people. Nothing just happens. Nothing. People pay for it. People pay the price for the, for the portion in God. The portion in God I'm giving out to you today. I pay the price for it. When you are diligent with your work with God, the gate of destiny will open up to you. Sacrifice is not convenient, but it's a must. I'm talking to you today, right? I woke up around 11 to pray. I prayed a while. I slept. I woke up around 1 again. I prayed for like a few minutes. Then I woke up. Then I slept. I've been awake since 2. And most of the time, I'm awake by 2. By 2 a.m. Sacrifice is not convenience, but it's a must. Instructions are not meant to be convenient. They are meant to be followed. Instructions are not meant to be convenient. They are meant to be followed. When you are not diligent, then you will be easily replaceable. Diligence involves resilience, tenacity. Destiny will not allow you to catwalk into the promised land. A destiny will not allow you to catwalk into the promised land. No matter how healthy you are, you need diligence to maintain it. No matter how spiritually strong you are, you need diligence to maintain it. Diligence. What you are not, what <clears throat> are you ready to are you ready to be elder spiritually? You can't be eating junks. You cannot pray for two, three hours and go and watch African movie, magic, a big movie, a big, what they call it immediately. It's not possible. You will, you, you know, I, I don't know how to explain that. What are you willing to drop for you to be healthy? What junks are you willing to stop eating? What is that excuse that has been keeping you from, you know, from your fitness agenda in God? 1 Timothy 4.13. Let me read that. 1 Timothy chapter 4 and verse 13 is a popular scripture that you know. But I don't want to read it off and so that you will see your eyes will be open. 1 Timothy 4.13. I know it. So, 1 Timothy 4.13. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Mm. He says, until I come, give your attention to public reading, exhortation, and teaching. Until I come, give your attention. Give your attention. Give your attention. What association is depriving you from seeing the reality of God? What are the associations? What are you willing to drop? What are you willing to take up? What is that excuse that is keeping you from your spirit, from your fitness agenda? Do you know that getting your desired size, I mean physically, or maintaining that body size, that shape, is a whole lot of a workout? Likewise, it's the same thing in the spirit. You need to detoxify. You need to know what to eat. You need to be tenacious about your stature in Christ. 
You need to be serious about your calling, your growth. It is only when you grow in Christ that you can be relevant for God. You can't be an anyhow person, and and you know, and and and, and you and you want to be called. Ah, that person is a giant. Oh no, that person is a, is a true son of God. You take up your cross daily. The Bible says he who will follow me must be ready to take up his cross. Do you think cross is easy to carry? But the Bible says you must take up your cross daily and follow me. Cross is not cross is not just one stick. It's not just one stick you pick on the road. Cross is usually heavy. Cross is usually longer than you carrying it. So it requires strength. It requires tenacity. It requires resilience. There is no vacation in God. Oh. There is no vacation in God. You can't think that ah, it has happened to me over and over and over again. You can't think, ah, oh, I must try. Must pray, pray, pray. Let me just let me just rest. You will find out that that the day you are resting, the day you are feeling that ah, I have tried in God, let me rest. Before you know it, things has happened. I don't even mean maybe I don't even mean it on the on the other way around, like something bad. No, the more you are resting, people are moving. While you are resting, people are gaining stature. While you are resting, people are growing taller. There is no vacation in God. Yeah, I'm try. I've been praying for for these years. Mufek by vacation three months. Oh, you are gone. There is no vacation in God. You daily take up your cross and follow. You are not the master of yourself. So you do as your master says. So that on the day of the graduation, something good can be said about you. Train yourself in godliness. That's what the Bible says in 1 Timothy chapter 4 verse 7. It says, train yourself in godliness. My own, my own scripture, my own translation. It says, 1 Timothy 4 7. It says, but have nothing to do with irrelevant and silly minds. Rather, Train yourself in godliness. Training is not easy. Training is not is not is not convenient at all. But you have to do it. You are not your master. You have to do what your master says. <clears throat> in this spiritual meal challenge journey, it will stretch you. It will make you uncomfortable. It might not be friendly, convenient, comfortable, but it will bring out the best in you. Mature on your way becoming you. Don't stay where you are. Mature. Make mistakes. Learn from it. Stand up. Being mature is not easy, but it will earn you respect. Have you seen people get on your mature? It will earn you respect. You know, maturity is diligence. Maturity is letting go. Maturity is not holding on to things. Maturity is coming to the place of responsibility. Don't be lazy in studying of the word of God. That is your manual. If you don't study it, you will know how to press. You will malfunction. You will malfunction. If you don't, if you don't study your manual, you will malfunction. You submit to God totally by reading his will. His word gives you the his, his word help your heart to submit to him. Read the word of God to know your father's mind. If you don't know, understand your father. <clears throat> you will have conflict. Reading the word of God makes you a sharpened arrow in your generation. When you don't eat the word, you become weak, malnourished, and fragile. 
Reading the word of God makes you bold. It gives you authority. It makes you carry God everywhere. The word brings light. Darkness has has, has zero resistance to light. And you know that light brightens your path. God speaks to us through scriptures. The Bible says that the entrance of your word giveth light. Be committed to searching out the truth in God's words. If you don't want to be stagnated, then study. If you don't want to be stagnated, then study. Labor in the word. Do you know that the inspiration comes from reading the word? Do you know that you must be committed to tireless study of the word of God? Read it till you are full. One chapter can't do you anything. I read one chapter can they they know it cannot do anything. Just like you are saying you are are, are 30 years old and you are eating 20 naira bread. When even my son can finish a 15 naira bread. When you read the Bible. And a particular verse jumps at you. Read it again. Read it in other translation. Go to BibleUp.com. Check it out. Go to BibleGateway.com. Check what that means. That is why I'm saying you have to elevate your intellectual capacity. Sit down with the books our fathers have written. You must be a student of the books. Because it wants you to be sensitive. And to go <clears throat> to go further in things. You must sit down with books our fathers in faith has written. Who is spiritually, the people who are spiritually sound and balanced. You learn from them. There are fathers who God has worked with. They have documented their encounters with God. Go ahead and read it. If you are not a study. If you are not, if you don't study your fathers, you'll become a bastard. Because there are things that's been given to the fathers. You just need to hear from them. You just need to read from them so that you won't make the same mistakes. Read it. Give yourself to books. The Bible talks about Daniel. He says he's a man that understands things by books. Daniel is a spiritual person, but he read books. He read books. He's a spiritual person. Bible says he understands by books. There are things God will not tell you directly. He's in, he has given it to some people. Go ahead and read it. I was listening to a man of God that said that there are things that he has been asking God for regularly. God, I need this. God, I need this. God, God said to him, Go and go and read. So, 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 and so, 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 person's book. Go and read everything he has written. The things I want to give to you, I have given it to him. So, go and just study it so that you can take it from him. He said that was when he knew about so, 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 and so, person. And then he started reading about it. Read books. The Holy Spirit wants to teach you by himself, but yet he wants you to read books. He has, he, has, he has put some things in the books for you to read. Buy books. Don't just buy clothes. Don't just buy makeup. Don't just buy phone. Don't just buy gadgets. Buy books and read. What you are going through, somebody has gone through it and he has packaged it in a book. Personally, books have great effect on me.
I'm a person of books. I read books. I have friends that will do competition about books. I'm reading this book. And, you know, I have people that are reading books. I can mention. I have, by the grace of God, I don't want to say I've read, I've read how many books this year. And I cannot even say it beside some people because this year I have known some people that have written, that have read, that have read over hundred, over a hundred books this year, over a hundred books this year. Read books on whatever it is you want to become. Read books. There are some people that they package it. Read books. Be diligent. I once heard DDK said, if God says something to you and you are not clear about it, if you pick up a book, then it will mobilize all the resources you need. Pick up a book. If you are diligent about it, it will mobilize all the resources you need. God reveals dimensions, truth, revelation, insights to me through books. And it's still the same today. The Bible says, study to show yourself approved. Study, study, study to show yourself approved. Study, be diligent, be ready, be responsible, be responsible. And God bless you. Amen.